anything jump out at you about, you know, anything Rule has said in the last however many uh, days uh, in terms of in terms of football? We got through the Big Ten West. We got through the offense. I mean, I don't think he's had an availability yet where it's just been like, eh, I already knew all that. You know, oh, yeah. we've had, we, honestly, we had a lot of those with, with Frost. Oh, sure. And I don't I don't know that we've had a single one. I can't think of any where I haven't, you know, taken some sort of. I'm not sure Frost uh, was always discovering things to himself, if that makes sense. Yeah. He had kind of a bad attitude. I, I'd, I'd push it back all the, all the, all the way to Frank. I'm, I, I don't know that every time Rule talks, like last Saturday, he's hot and steamy and walking out the field and all black and comes up to the mic and gives us a good 20 minutes of stuff that's better than anybody the the last four coaches ever gave us. For sure. Yeah. um, You know, and um, in a just sort of a matter-of-fact way. Yeah. So what I love about him so far, he talks football. He does. And – there's not promises. There's not this. There's not. It's not. There's no hype, and um, we haven't heard much about hype this this month from people. And uh, it's just basic football stuff. And uh, it's he t- talks little things. You know, if you're a Nebraska fan, you get eat all that stuff up. It's great stuff. And um, you know, we we try to give it. We try to give all, all of it to you. So, um, but yeah, every time. Every time, you know, what's he going to do Friday? Every time. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. Um, that's what to me has been fascinating about this camp is it's been a X and O sort of a, a attention to detail type of camp and, and all, and all the, the statements. Well, I don't know if you guys saw the, the third episode of that, A Look In, that I, Nebraska put out You last know night. that I did. I know you did. We were texting about it a little bit. But, like, the 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 part in in the most recent drop where he's talking with the guys on the field about redshirting and this idea like hey here's here's your your presumed starting offense now who's a senior uh, in eligibility and those guys walk off the field and and there's like four, Jeff Sims ran off the yeah field. there's like, like four guys left on the field and it's like okay so now it's the next wave of guys in and it's not about talent it's about perfecting your craft and you do that you can do that on the scout team and so many great players redshirted like just. You know, it, just the the teacher side of him, and we've yeah. talked about how he can turn a phrase and and present things to people that just sort of sticks a little bit more. And it just feels like that was just another great example. We're we're into that phase now where okay, they're gonna drop a depth chart on Friday, and we're gonna make a lot out of it and and dissect it. And there'll be guys who redshirt, and like he was ahead of the curve there, and and being sure to tell those guys, look, it's okay to redshirt. It's an opportunity yeah. to keep grinding, like just stuff like that. It just. There's always a purpose behind every little thing, and, and the way he says it continues to impress me. Yeah, I I, I thought he was gonna when Jeff Sims ran off. I thought he was going Jeff, 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 come back. <laughs> like, not that Jeff Sims can't play in the NFL, <clears throat> but like, I, I think they'd like to have. How Jeff about Sims we have you for, for 24? Just as well. two years. Yeah. Hey, Chuba Heinrich. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jeff, come on. <laughs> but um, a lot of guys ran off the field who are not like technically seniors, but I get what they were doing. Uh, first, I we saw what the first team defense was at least in practice last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, Nash Huntmaker, Ty Robinson, Cam Linhard, um, Nick Henrich, M.J. Sherman, Luke Reimer, uh, uh, Quentin Newsom, and Malcolm Hartsog. And the safeties were Deshaun Singleton, Omar yeah. Brown, and Isaac Gifford. How about that, Deshaun Singleton? And then on the radio last night, Matt Rule said the thing about Deshaun Singleton being making the really big jump. 
Now, I will say, and you can remember me saying this a long time back, I thought Deshaun Singleton's tape was outstanding out of Juco. This is a guy that was a 6'3", 200-pound safety who could really seriously run with receivers across the field, you know, 10 yards downfield, you know, crossing routes. He was running with them like he was a man guy. Um, so there were some things about his game that I thought were really impressive. He got here. I think he impressed Travis Fisher. But then everybody knows what happened. Like, those guys all, you know, I mean, Fisher was not really in charge of the defense or even really in charge of the safeties after the third or fourth game. Right. I mean, he was out. So they kind of did what they did. Um, I do think at times in the safety backfield last year there was a little bit of a liability. I don't think they were as fast as they could be. I think they're going to get faster and longer and more athletic. So that was something that jumped out at me. Um, yeah, like I think he, he usually has something interesting to say. I was struck on about his radio comment uh, praising Minnesota as much as he did. You know, he said, you know, they, they play the way that Nebraska used to play for many years, and it's the way we want to play. And I, th- I thought that was, that was a very respectful toward P.J. Right. I know what he means by it. He's, you know, the 90s Huskers were better than Minnesota today, but I thought it was very respectful. I think he's a little bit of a straight shooter, and, and I, I, I think that's good. It's good to have to bet to play games with, you know, the opponents and just tell like it is. And there's, there's a lot to like from Minnesota. Right. The previous coaching staff did not care or respect uh, Minnesota It's all very about much. personalities and egos. I mean, yeah. That's not what this is all about. Yeah. It was, uh, it was interesting uh, just to kind of hear him last night talk about a few of the things. Um, you know, this week we have a press conference on Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that'll preview the Minnesota football game, rule players. And then some, Monday we have Marcus Satterfield and players. And I think that then the rule on Tuesday, and then they depart. And that's it. Yeah. We will have another podcast before Volleyball Day in America, and we will talk about how cool that's going to be. Um, but what a, next week's going to be really interesting for, for Husker Athletics because they're going to have a celebration unlike any other in school history. And then they're going to have a really important football game. Like, they're not playing Illinois State. If they win that game, the buzz around this state a week from, you know, seven days from now is going to be, I mean, it's going to be palpable. I'm not saying they're going to win the game. In fact, I'm probably going to predict they don't. But if they do. Everything that's happened in the previous nine months will will hit an overdrive, and Matt Rule may have a new challenge, <laughs> right. which is convincing his players that they're you know they're they're not all that in a bag of chips. Well, I put it out on Twitter too. Like, what's if they win, but they beat Minnesota? What do you compare that to in the last like six years? Because they've lost twenty whatever straight against ranked opponents, going back to Oregon twenty sixteen. But since then, I, Iowa last year probably the biggest win since twenty seventeen. Yeah. Michigan State 2018, like the list is very short. Like this immediately vaults up there as one of the, the biggest wins in the last seven years. Until the next one. No question. Sure. Until they lose to Colorado, then, <laughs> well, I mean, saying, you know, you, you, you have to add up the importance. Yeah, you, you can take the, the snapshot. And say, yeah, this is incredible. Everybody's fired up, but then you got to keep going. Right, right. If you don't go to a bowl game, what does it mean? Which one? Which one do you think the fan base would rather Nebraska win, Colorado or, Nebraska, or Minnesota? Colorado, I agree. I agree. Dion and and yeah, the old buff deal and and uh, yeah, you know yep. you know one for all time's sake. Yep. Um, 
a lot of people deny Colorado is up there in their head, but the, it's there. And I, I always see it when they Colorado loses a game. Yes. You know, they're always paying attention. So yep. I agree. Um, totally agree. I think it's, it's uh, Minnesota's not there, maybe never be there. Um, I don't think anybody in the Big Ten's there. Where Col- I don't think there's anybody that's, that's that emotional. Iowa kind of getting there, but you know, Nebraska hasn't beaten them yet. I don't feel like it's – I just don't feel like the games haven't meant – the Colorado Nebraska game used to mean everything. Yeah. On on different levels. Yeah. You know, um, for I – mean, I mean, that was a manhood game for fans. You know, we don't like yeah. you, and, you know, you're making fun of us, you know. Mm-hmm. All their, 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 their cheerleaders are cows. Uh, they don't have they don't have indoor plumbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> the all the columnists wrote this stuff. It was all on talk radio. It was every this was before Twitter. But yeah, I mean, normally, uh, you know, a, a, a classy columnist would write this crap. Yeah. And it all started with with the head coach, and it, the media there fed into it, and it became. I've never seen a series, and we can talk about this in two weeks, but a series that was more about that stuff than, than the, it was never about football. Nobody ever talked football. Right, it was mean spirited. Nobody ever talked about for sure the X and O game. We always did with everybody else. Yeah, Colorado was just like. Here come the the farmers against the the the, the hippies and the, the the cool kids, and we you know we were so much cooler than you and you know it it was just it was outrageous and uh, I got sick of it I got just sick of everything so but the games you go back and look at the games really really good games yeah they were. But, yeah, so the players, the players clearly wanted to win. That's for two weeks, but no, that's good. No, I, I agree. I actually, I think Colorado. Uh, it, it, one of the reasons it's for all the things you mentioned, but also this, that fans' expectation of winning in Minnesota is actually kind of low. Like if if Nebraska loses twenty to seventeen, everybody would be like, mm, but then the expectation to beat Colorado, based on the fact that it's brand new and they have a completely new team, is pretty high. Right. And it's fed by this bitterness of losing all these games to Colorado a couple of years ago and all this other stuff. So, right. like, clear, now they're both important. Now, if you were just looking, like, straight up, like, which game matters more than another, it'd be the Minnesota game because it's for the Big Ten standings. But that's not how Nebraska fans think. <laughs> I, I really right. think the, the first I wonder games... if Rule understands that. I think he will understand it, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Too. <laughs> it's... He will because he, 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 he was a fan in the 90s. So he is going to, in two weeks, he'll be able to say, I remember this, this, and this from the 90s. He will be able to say that because I think he will have a recall. He'll say he watched those games on Black Friday and sure. so on and so forth. Yep. His, his freshman year at Penn State was 94. And Penn State had a great team that went undefeated. And the reason that Nebraska won the both national titles that year is because they beat Colorado. And they beat them so decisively. But Penn State didn't play anybody like Colorado. They didn't. That's right. I, exactly. I argue that with the Penn State people all the time. And I mean, and also, uh, Nebraska won it because of they beat Miami in the Orange Bowl. Right. And I know that wasn't a great Miami offense 
unbelievable defense. Yeah. But they beat him in the Orange Bowl, yeah. and Tom hadn't won it. It was time to give Tom the deal. And Penn State beat Oregon. They beat Oregon. Which was not Miami in the Orange Bowl. That's like Michigan beating Washington State that year. It's like, okay, okay. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, I was watching that, that. That game is on Big Ten Network all the time. I love watching that uh, 94 Colorado game. And um, it was a bloodbath. It was a hard-hitting, old-fashioned, not many guys walking off the field type of game. And uh, won a lot of scoring, you know, some early, but um, nobody was, nobody was like, uh, nobody Penn State played was like Colorado. No. So I'm guessing he remembers that. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that Rule remembers what that rivalry meant, and we'll talk about it in two weeks. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.